The Walk the Mile podcast is produced on Gadigal land. I acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which Skeg Starlinghurst stands, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and pay my respects to Elders past and present. May our reconciliation be an ongoing process of love and compassion. Hello everyone, I'm Gary Lee Lindsay, School Chaplain at Skeggs Darlinghurst and you're listening to Walk the Mile, a podcast that opens up conversations that we need to have. Great to have you here with us. We have a very special guest today. Needs no introduction, although there might be some people. I know that some people have heard this who uh, haven't had anything to do with the school before listening to this. I've got some feedback around that. So you might need some introduction, but today we're speaking with our head of school, Miss Jenny Allen. How are you, Jenny? I'm well, thank you, Gary. Hello, everybody. Good to have you here with us. I thought it'd be right, the only be right to get a bit of an insight into uh, what our head of school thinks about a whole range of things and um, get to know what makes her tick a little bit, but also just understand what she sees happening here at Skeggs Darlinghurst. So you've been the principal here, head of school for 26 years, is that right? This is my 26th year. Your 26 years. And did you always aspire, did you always have aspirations to becoming a, a head of a school, do you think? Well, my initial um, ambition from uh, a young age was to be a physicist, but I um, didn't do particularly well at physics at university, that's another story, <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and I just sort of fell into a... Um, Debed after my science degree and actually sort of within the first week I knew that it was right for me and pretty soon on I I, I did sort of toy with the idea that it'd be great to be a, a, a principal um, because um, I, I joke that I like the power um, but I, I do um, I, I, I have been aware of, of some um, schools that I've been in and particularly in my own schooling, where I have felt um, that I, I would, would, would like to be able to shape a school into something which was different to, to some mm-hmm. other ones that I've seen. So, right. And probably easier to shape it from the top. Yeah, of course. <laughs> have that opportunity. So when, when you were at school, mm-hmm. did you have the same sort of thoughts? Like when you were going through school, did you think if I was the head of this school, I would do things differently? Yes, indeed. Yeah, right. Many, many times. Uh, and, um, and and sometimes extremely passionately and um, uh, with conviction that I wanted to... I was going to come back here and change this. Oh, OK. Um, and I didn't, but... Right. <laughs> but what were those... Were they things about the structure? Was it the way that things were taught? Was it the overall philosophy? Um, I think it was, um, and, and, and it's not fair to the school that I did go to because I think that it's partly 
a, a difference in time. Yeah. Um, but it was not a particularly compassionate time or a particularly understanding mm-hmm. time. And um, uh, I, I did actually go back to teach there for a few years um, quite early in my career. And um, uh, I will just tell you one uh, story that um, I think sort of demonstrates what I how I felt. Um, when I was in year 11, uh, my parents separated um, and that, you know, n- nothing sort of special, just a really fairly vanilla separation of the marriage, but it's not easy for kids to, um, mm. to go through that. And when I uh, went back, some uh, one teacher who had taught me when I was in year 11 um, said to me, um, we knew you were going through a tough time, you know, when you were in year 11 and year 12. And um, so I'm now a sort of 23-year-old um, woman and these tears just welled up in my eyes mm. and I thought, how could you never have shown me that? Mm. And I, I was quite, um, you know, sort of swayed by this amazing conviction that any school that I was going to be, I was going to be able to influence was never going to be like that. Yeah, that right. we were going to be able to, 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 to show kids that we were human and that we could have good relationships between teachers and, and students and that we could show that we knew and understood what they were going through and that it was okay to be vulnerable and human yeah. and understanding and compassionate. No, that's great, Jenny. I think that's that's obvious here and it's obvious by your your leadership and what you see as, in, as important here. I, I never feel like Skeggs is just a bunch of classrooms and teachers coming in to teach. I think it's you know, for me, it's far more the community and what happens in the community as well, which is is just as important as the academics, I guess. But it's also about you know, sort of student voice and listening. Mm. You know, that if you don't listen, if you don't listen to kids, and if you don't demonstrate that you care about what students say and that you want to hear and understand, um, uh, then you'll never have those really right relationships. That um, uh, of course, there is a lot of knowledge and skill that teachers have that they have to impart to their students. Mm. But there is also a lot of um, knowledge and skill about what it means to be a good human and unless you sure. actually listen to what kids are saying about themselves and their lives, you can't really help them to be their best selves. And in the end, mathematics and science and history and so on are really important, but helping people, helping young people to be good humans who can mm. live fulfilled lives has got to be the the ultimate um, you know sort of responsibility or job yeah. of the school was that modeled to you by teachers at, at your school at the school that, that I you went to no I don't think I would right. have felt that um, and and I don't um, I don't want to be seen to be too condemning of the school because I think sure. um, as I said I think times are extremely different you know I was at school um, <laughs> 40 or 50 years ago uh, and and also I, I know and understand that I would not have been an easy student to have mm. dealt with so <laughs> I don't um, I don't feel badly about them I just know what I want sure. in a school that, that I'm, I'm in charge yeah. of. So where do you think you got that from that that idea that you wanted um within a school that people would be heard, as you said, students would be listened to? I think it's because it was quite an 
uh, an impactful feeling that I had many times throughout my own schooling that I was not understood right. and that that was and that felt quite um, isolating yeah. and um, and that, that that life in the world was hard for me I right. think yeah, that's and and, and given that I actually, you know, sort of in the scheme of things, my life was not so hard. It was yeah. it was was you know that there are people who suffer far far more difficult things. But that e- even in a relatively, you know, relatively easy sort of life, you can feel very isolated mm. and alone and un ununderstood. Yeah, you know, sure. A lack of understanding and a lack of and a lack of um, compassion for mm. the complexities of life. Um, whatever they might be for an individual. Yeah, for sure. And I think, as as I said before, I, I think you do you you promote that well and you lead that well here at Skeggs. Uh, there's. Do you see that as part of? Sorry, if this sounds like a dumb question, but often when I hear people talking about education, that part of it isn't necessarily brought into the conversation. So you obviously see that as part of education of educating children yes indeed um, obviously I want students uh, who leave skegs to be well educated uh, to, to you know understand the major disciplines of, of um, you know of our amazing society um, to uh, have the skills to get a great job to you know it's sort of that well educated in the widest possible sense but I would that, that that they were good people when mm. they left school. That they were good people who were comfortable in their own skin and and were going to be able to leave lead um, fulfilled, flourishing lives mm. is is more important to me than um, you know what particular uh, ATAR or something. Or, you know that you can go back. You know, I mean, I think I'm quite impacted by by my mother who um, let you know of her age, left school, um, did a secretarial course. Uh, when she got married, she stopped um, working and was never really fulfilled in that role and went back and uh, before mature age entry, did a high school certificate um, uh, exactly the same as, as I was doing and went on and, and uh, got a university degree and did extremely well as a clinical psychologist. Yeah. And I could see, you know, that fulfilment oh, yeah. that she wasn't... That was you don't have to get everything done by the time you're yeah. at school, yeah. but you do have to be a fully formed human adult by the time you you know you know sort of soonish after you leave school, yeah. and so that the values and and the um, sense of self would probably be most important to me when I think about girls leaving skigs. Yeah, I remember one speech night. Um, his name's just gone out of my head. His brother was the treasurer, <laughs> Tim <laughs> Costello. <Yeah. laughs> That's him. Tim Costello um, talking about encouraging kids to have a vocation, mm-hmm. and I think I'm hearing a bit of that in your in what you're saying. You know, you want kids not just think about their occupation, but who they who they're becoming, and what their passion what they're passionate about, and um, developing themselves in a way. Is that is that right? Do you think? Uh, I don't really um, know exactly what the word vocation means, but I do think that being a good person 
who knows who is comfortable in their own skin who knows how to live a good life who knows what what will a good life look for look like for a person those things are important to me mm. to to feel good about yourself to be able to have good relationships to be a person of integrity to to care about others as well as yourself all of those things i think are are, are as important a part of um of education as yeah. Maths and science and, do you think and sport. Do you think we're going on that trajectory? Do you think that education as a as a whole here in Australia or in New South Wales, would you do you think that a lot of schools are following along that path or policies are following along that path even? I think that um, most schools understand that completely and I think it's quite at, at odds with what... Um, you know, sort of politicians and governments articulate that um, you know this focus on you know being in the top, in the top ten in um, you know PISA uh, rank, you know rankings, OECD rankings, and so on, um, seems to me to be um, the antithesis of what I think that most schools are trying to do, which yeah. is of course to to uh, turn out well educated, um, you know, young men and young women but also to worry about the whole person. And the more we measure, um, the more we focus on those things that we can measure and we lose a whole lot of things that are actually more important that you mm. can't measure. Mm. Now, your role is multifaceted. Indeed. Indeed. On any given day, you could be doing a, a whole range of things. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be just twiddling my thumb and doing one thing. <laughs> What, what do you reckon, in your role, if you had to say, what would, what would be one of the things that you find most challenging? Um, I, um, in a, in a, I mean, it's quite trite, I suppose, to say that the, the hardest thing is to um, sort of to try to fit in everything that you would like to do in a day. Yeah. Um, and um, and I, I I am quite conscious that um, that the way you should think about your your working life is that you've only got you know sort of twenty four hours of the day and you've got to you know eat and sleep and look after your husband and family and friends and stuff, but so that you've only got a certain amount of you know sort of working hours in the day, and you can't make more. Um, I, I say I could do every part of my job better if I had 28 hours in the day instead of 24, but I don't. And so you, that, that perhaps the hardest thing is to try to, you know, be wise enough to choose the right things, the, the right priorities to spend your mm. working hours. Um, that's probably the hardest part. Yeah, because I can imagine being all-consuming, you know, you've always got something... You're never twiddling your thumbs. You've always got something to think about or to do so how do you how do you make sure that you have that time where you know can you can you just switch off oh yeah I think I'm, I'm a pretty good compartmentalist um <laughs> I I think I can um well actually <laughs> I'm not sure that <laughs> I, I, I ever really leave that the job ever really leaves me mm. but I I I do think that whilst part of my brain can be just thinking about the problems of the of the of the day or the week or the month or the year, 
um, whilst I'm doing a crossword puzzle or cooking mm. dinner or something, um, I can still find that quite relaxing. Yeah, and that's good. so um, I, I certainly feel that I am able to live a balanced life uh, and um, and not be consumed by the by the job, sure. even though I do work very long hours. I know I, know I work long hours, but I, 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 I get a great sense of joy and satisfaction from it, and um, I don't feel that I, you know, sort of um, run myself ragged mm. or anything. Do you, do you reckon you get energy from some of the parts of the work that you do? Yeah, some parts. Um, I'm, I'm quite an an introverted, reserved person, really. Um, and so I do retreat to my office every so often just to um, calm down and, 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 and gain a little Take bit a more. Break. Need some um, space. Yeah, and, and, that, and, I, and I know I get energy from that. And yeah. then I'll sort of, in a figurative way, go, go back out and do battle with the world. Um, <laughs> uh, but um, um, I, I also, I think, get energy from the variety of the job mm. so I quite sort of enjoy the experience of you know being in a meeting you know and we're you know sort of planning some really long-term initiative of the school and then the next minute I'm you know helping some you know third-class um, girl who's lost a blazer and is crying because she's going to get into trouble at home and you know, and and then you know, talking to a teacher about a particular issue, and that jumping around and ag- agility of mind to, um, you know, sort of to focus on yeah. many many different yeah. things of quite different. Um, sitting still and listening to someone who's telling you a, a really distressing story, yeah. um, and then going out and you know, sort of um, talking to you know a group of students about something that they could do differently. Um, the, the 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 strategic and the small yeah. um, uh, and and the diversity of the job I, I also think I get a great deal of yeah. energy and um, excitement in a way from that because there's a lot of there is a lot of the immediate isn't there that on any given day as we said it's pretty unpredictable what might come your way but there's also this constantly I guess forward thinking sure. about where you want the school to be. How you know how how you want it to look? I guess. Yes, and I'm quite a list maker, and and but one of the skills or or um, ways that I do try to operate is to break down large jobs into two or three of the first steps, and then that can sit on my list of things to do, along with a few other quite mm. small, trivial possibly urgent things but but yeah. are relatively small things and that's a way that I can try to balance some of that long-term strategic thinking um, the bigger jobs um, as, as well as a, a few yeah. you know, sort of clerical or, or um, incidental jobs sure. make sure that everything gets um, the as due attention as you can in 24 hours a day that's right and speaking of the unpredictables last year COVID hits us yeah how did you find all of that um well running a school in particular I did um I um I I did find parts of it quite draining and just for my own personal style um I do find 
some people's level of anxiety and panic and worry about what what might happen sort of in in um in a few weeks or how they might you know deal with sort of planning to be quite draining so i did find the level of anxiety in society to be quite impactful mm. on my own um you know sort of uh, well-being uh day to day you know you just do the best that you can yeah um and uh and i think that that you can't um that that's all you can do you can just try to to be to do the best that you can to run a school to keep people safe to make decisions uh, one of the things which i found quite hard is that um i that, that the rules were changing so quickly yeah. And there was so there was so little information out there that we were doing, um, you know, sort of the executive and, and I were doing a lot of research and and talking and planning and and, and um, trying to find information, and we weren't as collaborative as we would usually be, and um, and and I know that 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 some staff found that, um, uh, you know, sort of undesirable and we found it undesirable too um i am a person i think who who really enjoys that collaboration and listening mm. and, and trying to respond but i also think um there was so much work that we had to do to try to understand what the rules were and to think about how that might be implemented that i felt that it was better to try to protect staff from understanding all of that themselves um uh, so we were we were trying to protect staff but i know that the um, impact of that or the, the effect of that has been that staff have felt that uh, they were not quite as listened to and it wasn't quite a co as collaborative a space as possible so one of the things that I know we have to do now is to try to shift that balance back so that you know we, we go back to the usual way of thinking about running yeah, right. of a school which is a very collaborative exercise yeah right and now heading to the to the future <laughs> yes <clears throat> We've got this capital campaign, indeed, which was launched this week. Uh, last week. I last think. week. Mm -hmm. Launched last week, the Lighter Path campaign, mm -hmm. which is to raise money to for the refurbishment of Wilkinson House. Yes. And also to raise money for future scholarships. In correct. Is, have I got that right? You've got that absolutely right. Gary. <laughs> Jeez, that was close. <laughs> Now I'm guessing that when you I wonder when you were thinking about being a principal, uh, you know when we talked before about you know having mm. aspirations about changing schools and so on. Did you ever think that you would have to work in the fundraising realm, so to speak? Um, yes. Look, uh, I've been a principal so long now that um, uh, nothing surprises me. I think, but when I started to be a principal. I said that there wasn't anything that I was doing that I was surprised at. Mm -hmm. Not a single thing. I knew I knew that I would be doing every separate part of, of the job that I was doing. So there was nothing new. But the enormity of it all yeah, right. was a great surprise yeah. to me. And um and and the feeling of um uh, the the onerous nature of of being the boss um, was a surprise to me. So it wasn't that oh my gosh I have to suddenly you know be participating in the fundraising 
um, activities of the school or mm. oh my gosh I didn't so, uh, who, who would have thought that you were going to be talking to parents about those sorts of things it wasn't any one thing it was just the 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 entirety of it all yeah. that was quite surprising mm, right um, but you do it, you do it well what I've noticed I mean I've seen you involved in the Diana Bowman Centre mm-hmm. uh, the um, JF building mm-hmm. Jane Freeman and now this, and you always—I can see—you always get quite excited when you when you're showing the plans to to the kids and to staff, and you 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 seem to have an extra drive behind it. What what is it? Do you think about these campaigns and wanting? It's more than just nice buildings, isn't it? What what is it? Uh, look, um, I um, somebody. <laughs> Julie McCrossan once said said that I was the governor Macquarie of um, of Skeggs, and I didn't really like that description. I'm not sure um, what she meant. <laughs> well, I think she meant that governor Macquarie was a person who did a lot of building and and um, you know sort of uh, development of of, yeah. of of the early Sydney, um, and and I would hate anybody to think that you know one of the things that I liked most was you know buildings. Um, uh, I don't think that's me at all. No. Um, but I do like to try to communicate to people when I'm speaking, whether it's students or parents or staff or, you know, sort of externally in educational circles. I do like to communicate a message that um, I think is impactful. And um, the, the future of the school, I think, is, a, is something which is quite energising to me. Mm. I don't think that I speak about, um, you know, sort of the plans of Wilkinson House uh, in a way, I- any more energetically than I do about growing our scholarship fund, or uh, how I think we might be able to grow our pastoral program, or how we might help our um, you know students to be um, you know sort of more um, contributing members of society. I think all of those things that that long term um, idea is important to me, and uh, um, I, I love our strategic plan. Um, uh, um, our path ahead, which is the sort of the precursor or, or the the foundation of which this capital campaign is built, and so I love talking about all of those aspects. Um, it is quite interesting to you know sort of to see a building and to um, think about how uh, it might be able to um, change teaching and learning about how you might be able to have really great environmental sustainability in design, yeah. respect heritage and so on. I, I, I do think those things are really interesting, but yeah. I don't think they're more interesting than many of the other things that we're doing in planning for the future of the school. Sure, sure. And in terms of the scholarships, do you have an idea as to who you would want in the future to, to get those scholarships? Um, do you mean new scholarships? Yeah. yeah so that um, we have um, uh, this really strong commitment to um, to increase scholarships at Skeggs um, to address uh, social justice and disadvantage and reconciliation and so on. So we'd love to um, be able to offer more Indigenous scholarships in the primary school. That'd be our number one you know, sort mm-hmm. of next um, step. I, I love having a number of other equity scholarships where I can offer um, uh, a Skeggs education to other parts of society, which is also experiencing disadvantage. And I think that um, that idea of having as as many scholarships as, as we can to celebrate a diversity of the student body 
um, and, and also to address disadvantage in society to the extent that we can. We're obviously not going to solve all of the problems of the world, but I think in our own small way yeah. we can contribute a fair deal to reconciliation and a better, uh, better outcomes for indigenous, uh, our Indigenous uh, population. Um, also to help our non-Indigenous um, uh, students understand more about reconciliation and, and a, a more just society. But we love our location here in Darlinghurst where we can um, appreciate the complexities of life and, and the dispossession that exists in a variety of different areas and try to make a difference in mm. all of those too. Mm. And I think that scholarships and, 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 and a Skeg's education for... Uh, for, for families um, is, is one thing, uh, working in the community is another. Um, appreciating, appreciating the opportunities and um, advantages that we have and realising um, that, that, that from that um, great privilege comes obligation and responsibility mm. to give back. Mm. All of those things I think are an important part of a Skeg's education. And I think you've said that already, you want the girls to be those people who make an impact on others as well. It's not just for them. Yeah. But definitely make an impact. And um, uh, you, you would know that, that we've had discussions about the, the motto, let your light shine. Um, and uh, I, I have said that if I, if I was Edith Badham, um, knowing what was like in, um, you know, in the 21st century, I might not have chosen that Bible passage because I think that some people take that let your light shine to mean I want to be the centre of attention. I, I want the light to, to shine on me. I, I want to... This is about what, what can happen for me. Mm. And that's not what it's about. Mm. And so that idea that, that we might have been able to um, uh, find a... Well, maybe we just need to communicate what the motto actually means better, mm. which is really much more about let the light shine so that other people yeah. can have a better life. Yeah. And that that's a, so it's all about what I can do to make others, you know, um, better in some way, um, uh, to be more cared for, to, to have a more egalitarian society. And that's what I think is so yeah. beautiful about the motto. So imagine then, so if Edith Badham's looking back <laughs> at 2021, Jenny Allen in, let's say, I don't know, 2041, yeah. you come back, Let's say there's an event here, Ascension, Ascension Day. Day. You come back, invite Jenny Allen back for Ascension Day, and you come into the grounds. What are you hoping to see? What are you hoping to hear about in 20 years' time? This is yours at the moment, your thing, you, and you come back to this place that you love. What are you hoping to see? Um, I'm hoping to see um, <laughs> only girls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'm hoping to see um, no no more girls, just exactly the same size. We love I, I love the size that we are, where we can really know everyone. I would like to um, see and and hear a buzz in in the uh, in, on on the campus of of girls who love their school and love learning and recognise that. Um, that they belong here and that hard work um, is good and um, that there is a dynamism and a vi vibrancy in 
um, trying to do the best that you can every day. And I think that sort of buzz about, um, you know, when you try something and it doesn't work and then you try something and it doesn't work and you, and you can't get it and you can't get it and then you keep on trying and then suddenly you do, you know, you cotton onto something or you do see some relationship between some parts of mathematics or whatever it might be, whichever subject, and that, um, that this aha moment of, oh, I worked so hard and now I get it, mm. there is there, that... that joy and pride in in achievement um, uh, is a real buzz and I hope to feel that too. Mm. Thanks Jenny that's fantastic it's been wonderful to hear what you have to say no it's very exciting it's it's re-energized my passion for being here <laughs> definitely. Thank you Gary. I was going to ask you a few more questions but we've run out of time but you, you are a great leader and I wanted to ask you a bit more about leadership but maybe we'll leave that for another day. We must, might do part two. Part two, some other time. But it's been great spending time with you, so thank you for everything you've given. And thanks for everyone who's been listening. If you've got any feedback, if you've got any uh, questions, you can even let Miss Ellen know if you've got some feedback about what she said as well. Send uh, me an email, I'll answer. Yes, she does. And <laughs> as, a, as usual, if you've got something you'd like to talk about here, I'd be more than happy to hear from you. But thanks for joining us once again. I look forward to seeing you around the, around the place. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.